Hey there, I'm back, and this is Real Housewives of Potomac. Got a chance to look at that this weekend, and uh, let me go ahead and give some comments on it. The main thing was the end, with all the, the, the editing, and the, it was just absolutely comical. But, you know, initially we got some conversations going on, I guess it's worth having. So Giselle is out trying to teach her daughter how to drive. It's not working out so well, she looks a mess. I just don't think that Miss Grace is going to be a driver. I just don't think that's in the cards for Miss Grace, okay? Grace and driving is not going together at all. So then we see Giselle and, uh, what's her name? Giselle and Robin, they get together. They want to talk about, you know, doing a launch party for their podcast called, uh, what's it called? Realness and Shady or Reasonably Shady. I'm sorry, Reasonably Shady. So they want to do a podcast launch party. And and Giselle wants to do it at her house. So we believe she wants to do it at her house. House under construction. Why would you want to do a launch party of any sort at your house when you still got it under construction? I did not understand that at all. Um, But so she's going to do a tent outside. But she didn't really want to invite well, first she was didn't want to invite Wendy and Kim. Then she said, well, they could be invited. They just can't use the bathroom in my house. And Robin was like, wait a minute, hold on. Now, we, now I, 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 I get it that you're still having some problems with those two. But if you're going to invite them to your house, that means you're inviting them to go inside to use the facilities. We're not going to be that petty. Damn, girl. We're going to have to do better than that. So, regrettably, you know, Giselle was like, oh, okay. Now, here's my thing. Clearly, this was an all all cast situation because I'm not inviting someone to my house that I don't want in my house. Period. You're just not getting invited. Here, if I don't like you, I don't see it for you. You're not getting invited to my home. So, I got it right away that she had to invite everybody. It was a it was a must have all cast situation. Okay, whatever. Um, what else we see? Um. We see Wendy is doing this whole um, fundraiser. She's got the back to school supplies she's doing for the teachers. She had a scholar over there. I think she had Karen over there. I think those are the people that was over at the house, uh, over there with her getting everything together, which is a good thing. We know that teachers do use a lot of their own coin to get materials for the students. And so it's crazy how they come home with this list of things that they need each grade you have a list of school supplies for every grade depending on what you're doing if you're doing geometry you need a protractor you know uh everything still isn't done on a laptop you still need pen pencil and paper okay uh folders and things of that nature so unfortunately a lot of families can't afford all that so good thing that wendy is doing this whole um back to school thing so then they also start talking about the invite for Reasonably Shady. And Wendy is kind of like, I am not really feeling the invite. I don't think this is cute or funny. You know, she said, because something about the invite had all for the haters to come around. Wendy's not in a good space with Giselle. So, of course, she is going to take things like that personally. Um, had her, I think if her and Giselle were in a much better space, she wouldn't have took it so personally, but she did. 
So Wendy is not too thrilled about trying to come to this party. She's like, girl, I don't know. And I don't blame. It's like, if I'm not in with you really well, if we're not good, I'm not coming to your house. For what? So you can drag me and put me out? No, I'm good. So we also get some information uh, regarding uh, Karen. You know, she's doing her launch, house launch for her product line, some candles. These are the three wick candles. Remember, they talk about how the three wick candles are so much better. This is Miss Karen. The three wick candles are so much better than the single wick candles. Girl, it's it's not even that serious. They, if it smells good, it smells good. That That's just how I look at it. Um, so yeah, we got that conversation going. Uh, and then Mia with her family and everything. I really feel like this. Mia is jealous of her sister because her sister gets all her mom's attention. And the mom is living with her sister, okay? The mom had did, I think she was sentenced to 20 years. And I don't know how many of those 20 she did, but she's been out for like six or seven years now and she stays with the sister. She won't say, she being Mia, will not say exactly what it is that her mother did. Just know that she's out and she stays with her sister. And Mia is making it very clear how she wishes she had that same relationship. Now, I don't know if the sister and, and Mia have the same father. But here's what I'm deducing from the way Mia has described her mom. the way, And not only that, the way her mother has reacted to Mia. Mia's mother has said that Mia and Mia's daughter act like Mia's father. And that's a bad place for the mom. Mom has an issue with that. Mom is not in a good space as it pertains to dad, okay? Now, he's dead. He's gone. So, I don't think the mother really likes Mia. Because every time she looks at Mia, she thinks about this man that she blames put her on drugs. This man who repeatedly cheated on her. This man that I believe she was very much so in love with and took a lot of crap from him and made a choice to get on drugs because she felt like that would be the best way to keep him. This is what I really believe based on what her mom has said. So there's nothing Mia can do to change that. It's just nothing she can do. I ain't gonna say her mom, you know, doesn't love her, but she definitely don't like her. And that's something that Mia is just going to have to understand and just deal with it, okay? And I think that's what Mia's husband was trying to get Mia to understand, like, look, your relationship with your mom ain't going to improve. Y'all don't speak in terms. You're cordial. Okay. And that's just that. I don't think you can expect a whole lot more from this woman. And, and I mean, it's just what it is. So, Okay. So now we get a conversation with Candace's mom and Candace. Candace confronting her, her mother about some of the things that she has been saying at the video shoot last week. Dorothy gonna act like she don't remember. Oh, I don't know exactly what I said. You know exactly what you said. Dorothy was out there clowning Chris every chance she got. This is why Mia felt comfortable to speak to Dorothy and ask questions because Dorothy was putting it out there. Because otherwise Dorothy would have told Mia to shut up. But she didn't do that. So 
this is what we get. This is what happened, okay? So now, that'll come up again. We get to uh, uh, Giselle's house. Everybody kind of looking like, what are we walking into? What is this? It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, look like you got a park up on a hill. You got a tent in front of a construction zone. It's a mess. It's a whole entire complete mess. So we sitting around, we chit-chatting and we talking. And of course, you know, they got these, these, these shady questions to ask. And before we even get to the shady questions, uh, Giselle talks about, yeah, I, you know, I really didn't really want everybody here at first. And then, you know, there's a few people I just don't see it for them right now. And then to make matters worse. So I didn't even want them in my house. I was like, y'all can go outside in the alley or whatever. And Wendy was like, well, which two people or who were you referring to? Well, actually you and Karen. Now see, at that moment, I'd have got up in love for certain. Okay, girl, you don't want me at your house. You don't want me using your bathroom. Girl, let me leave. Wendy refused to drink because she already knew this was going to be a mess. And it did turn out to be a mess. Wendy, now Wendy and Robin got into it all about this whole situation about, you know, when they asked the question about body positivity and all this and that, Robin and Wendy going back and forth. And Robin's like, you know, I just can't with you. I thought you were really a cool person, but every chance you get, now you're sniping at my relationship with Juan. And it's not making any sense here because I'm not doing anything bad to you. Robin, you and yourself both have been sideways talking about Wendy, okay? And that's what we see on camera. Ain't no telling what's been going on off camera. So she's every right to be on guard. She has every right to take snipes at you because as much as you guys keep saying you don't believe the rumor, you keep saying, oh, but isn't that the reason why she got her body done? You see what I'm saying, Robert? It's not, it's not adding up. And then we get on the topic of Dorothy at the, at the video shoot talking, right? And Mia, you know, uh, making some conversation about asking some questions about the management and what's management getting paid and all that. Candace is like, hold on. She's like, why are you asking these things to my mother? I mean, it was like, well, she was talking. I was asking, you know, I mean, what's the deal? And I, and I understand what Mia was saying. Candace was like, she was out of order. Yes, technically Mia would, I would say those would not be questions that you need to ask. But given that Candace's mother put it out there and made it so comfortable to have conversations about, it made sense for her to go ahead and ask. Like, oh, okay, well, since you're putting it out there so freely, I guess I'll go ahead and ask. That's Dorothy that did that, okay? Now, Robin's saying that Wendy was being uh, messy for going back and telling Candace what Mia was saying. Wendy considers me uh, Candace to be her friend. So I guess Wendy listening to the conversation is like, well, damn, girl, you really all in the business. Why? And again, Wendy, for, Wendy conveniently left out. Well, Mother Dot was out there talking all the business, so that's why she was asking. See, if you're going to tell it, tell it all. Because not telling everything makes you still a liar. When you're repeating, you have to repeat what everything within its context. Purposely leaving information out 
and you call yourself repeating information, but you le left out a significant portion of it because you want to skew the conversation a certain way, you're still lying. And Wendy, you didn't tell the whole truth. You were standing there listening to what was going on. You knew what Mother Dot was over there doing. But all you're going to talk about is me is asking these uh, personal questions. And of course, Candy's getting on uh, Mia's behind about asking personal questions. So then Mia was like, I walked in, there was no management. There was no manager. It's just, this is low budget. Candace called Mia's mom low budget. Now here's the question. I saw this in a few other videos. Whether or not Candace knew about Mia's past in terms of her parents and what they've been through. I don't think she had any inclination or knew anything about Mia's mom being a former drug addict and all of that. I don't think she had any knowledge of that when she made that statement, okay? That, I, I don't believe she knew that. I think it was just a dig because that's just the quickest thing to say, well, your mom a low budget, you know, knowing you're going to get to a person, okay? So I really don't believe that Miss Thing had any knowledge about Mia's mother. Now, had she known about it and still said it would have been wrong, well, I think she would have got dragged for her willingly and knowingly knowing about Mia's mom. I think Candace would have, because she's well aware of her persona, I think she would not have said that had she known about Mia's mother. I don't think Candace would have went there. I don't think so. Not so sure. We know Candace hits way below the belt. I just don't believe that Candace in that moment would have went there, okay? Then we get a scholar jumping in it, trying to mediate. Mia gonna have something to say about that. And the scholar was getting me in her place like, girl, you don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm over here doing. And I'm trying to smooth this confusion out. All you wanna do is keep up confusion, which is Mia's, Mia's goal is to keep confusion and to, get, and, to, and to tell people some stuff that's gonna get them riled up. And then she sits back and smirks. That's how she does. She don't care about none of them. She has zero allegiance to anybody. So it's just easy for her to sit up there, talk stuff about folks, get talked about, get clowned herself, but she don't care. As long as she got the party started, she don't care. That's how I see Mia. Karen talking about she can't hardly see, she hallucinating. She had just got her second vaccination, so she ain't feeling so great. Uh, Giselle done turned around and, and, and told Wendy that she can leave. Because Wendy talking about, oh, Giselle going to bring on this couple strip as luggage. Girl. Uh, she talking about you can get put out. And Karen was like, how are you going to put somebody out when we sitting out here in the street? This is public property. That was not public property, Karen. That was funny. But you still on, uh, you were still on Giselle's property. So I'm going to need you to stop. That was cute. That was funny. Um, Ashley tried to jump in the conversation. It had nothing to do with Ashley. And it had everything to do with Mia and Candace. Here come Ashley gonna jump in. For what? Candace say, sweetheart, no, beloved, were you there? Well, no, okay, that's the end of that conversation. How are you jumping in conversations, uh, Ashley, without having any, any firsthand knowledge of what the hell was going on? Like I said, the person that really should have been explaining should have been Miss Wendy. You gonna run back and tell that, tell it all. Don't run back and tell a part of it tell all of it you know let it be known what mother dot was out there doing 
Okay, let it be known, the whole thing. And that goes for a scholar as well, because a scholar has something to say to Candace. Uh, and again, when you're not telling the whole story and you're telling a little bit because you want to make sure that a, a person looks a certain way, mm -mm, you're lying. And so I hope Candace had a chance to look at the episode and realize, like, well, damn, okay. Because that wasn't all factual information going on there. So, but anyway... That is my review of the episode. Talk to you guys later. Peace.